Today, we're going to talk about Lizzo. Uh, Lizzo had an interesting uh, breakdown today that I thought was worth talking about, largely because uh, there's been some weird uh, misunderstandings in terms of my views on Lizzo. And I thought that given that Lizzo was uh, the center of attention due to her recent kind of almost epic, interesting uh, breakdown, I thought I would kind of give you an inside perspective on what happened here and uh, and the role that uh, B1 people played in this. And uh, and just another another way to look at this. So buckle up your seatbelt, get comfortable. I'm going to give you the honest truth about Lizzo and why I believe she broke down right now. Here we are, clan, the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who got to delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your own. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn into intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Boyce TV. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to DrBoyceTV.com, the home for intelligent black people. Uh, I want you guys, if you could, please put your B1 in the chat. Let us know that you're black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of the priority list. Uh, black first means that we believe that B1 children will lead the world in economics, wealth building, and all things in between, education included. Uh, B1 also means we understand we must be one to be successful, which means that we want to work on our conflict resolution skills so that we can get along and build things together and build families together, starting with family. And uh, that's what we believe in. So put your, if you agree with those ideas, put your hashtag B and the number one in the chat. And I want to start off by definitely saying thank you to Ronnie Collins. I see your donation, brother. I appreciate you very, very much. Uh, so here's what's going on. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. How many of you, give me a yes or no if you saw uh, the story where Lizzo just kind of had an interesting emotional breakdown, which is really surprising to me in light of the fact that she just put out this uh, Cardi B song called Rumors. And, uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and just say flat out, I think it's a good song. I think that they're very talented. Both of them are very good at what they do. And uh, this is not in any way to disparage their talent. But y'all know me. I got to tell you the truth and break it down for you in an honest way. But, uh, but give me a yes or no. Okay, some of you know, some of you don't. Well, let, I'm going to play a little clip of Lizzo and, and what happened recently. And, and I'm going to give you some thoughts on this, some honest thoughts on this. And let me just give you some background before we uh, show the image. As you hit the thumbs up button, please hit the thumbs up button. So a few months ago, maybe about a year ago, actually right before the pandemic, uh, white media decided that they wanted to pay attention to me. Now, I, I'm not trying to be a mainstream guy. Uh, I know how racist white media is, particularly towards straight black men. Uh, I know straight black men don't typically get any sort of support or respect in this media. And I did not expect that. I did not expect them to seek the truth. I expected them to do what they always do to play their racial card. Their racial card is uh, we're going we're going to we're going to uh, reduce this guy's words, you know, I'm a PhD. I have a lot of uh, deep thoughts, but we're going to take all of his complex thoughts on a very complex, very heavy, significant idea. And we're going to reduce him down to a cartoon character. We're going to reduce him down to a simple one dimensional stereotype that allows us to maintain comfort within our white supremacy. We're going to take this guy and we're going to take everything that he said about 
uh, about what hip hop music and the mass promotion of poisonous ideas has done to black people. Uh, we're going to take uh, th this idea that this guy is saying, hey, maybe corporations shouldn't be promoting obesity to a community where tens of thousands of black people are dying every year from obesity. Uh, we're going to take the fact that this guy actually was breaking down the fact that the music industry spends billions of dollars promoting images of black people that they would never promote about anybody else. They don't do this to Jews. They don't do this to Asians. Give me a yes or no if you know what I'm talking about. They don't do this to Arabs. They do this to you. They're going to take all this, all these complex ideas and going to reduce it down to he be hating. He be hating. He be hating on this. these black men. They toxic masculinity. They just beat up on black women. They just, they just be hating on black women. That's what they do because black men hate black women. You know, and, and that's what you get. That's what you get from the idiots. That's what you get from people that aren't that smart. That's why I tell you guys, this is a platform for intelligent black people. You ain't got to be intelligent when you walk in the door, but you got to want to be intelligent when you're here. If your goal is not to become more intelligent, then you should not be here because this is not the place for you. So why do I bring that up? Well, uh, the, the media, of course, they went through their whole little smear campaign. And, and I had to sit down and explain to my daughters, my black, beautiful daughters that I protect with my life. I had to sit down and explain to them uh, why I'd be hating on Lizzo. But uh, boys, why? Why do they call me? They call me boys. I'm the I'm the stepdaddy. I know guys think that that's simping, but I love being a father to children. I love black children. I want to see them do well. So I take tremendous pride, and and my role is very serious for me. And I sat down with them, and they said, "Boys, they said, why why you be hating on Lizzo?" And uh, it wasn't those specific words, but they they kind of gave me a you know hard time, you know, because she's a talented singer, and I and and uh, it made me sad to have to explain to them. I don't I don't be hating on Lizzo. Uh, I'm 50 years old. I don't I don't be out here. Be I don't be hating. We we don't we don't we ain't, I ain't a teenager no more. Uh, but I explained to them the history of minstrel shows. I explained to them the history of degrading the image of the black woman to the world, treating the black woman like she's a whore, and then uh, having entertainers who get paid by white corporations to facilitate that, to maintain that. I said the black man is seen as the thug who will kill you and jack you for your money, right? And and then be proud to go to prison because he's gonna go like little Nas X, be in prison, twerking, spreading his butt cheeks out and twerking in prison because he's so happy to be in prison. And the black woman is nothing more than uh than than she's worth about as much as a as a cheeseburger. Like you can get it, you do it, you get a you give her a cheeseburger, you can get all that ass because the black woman's body is worth nothing to these people. And I said that my issue has never been with Lizzo. My issue is not with Lizzo. I do not have an issue with Lizzo. I do not dislike Lizzo. My issue is with her boss. Same thing happened when we when we had the whole issue with Lil Wayne and Mountain Dew seven, eight years ago. Tyler, the creator, that, that's another rapper that's been mad at me for eight years. He's still every every year or two. He'll put my name in a song to tell talk about how much he hates me. And I'm like, look, look, little boy, I don't I'm 50 years old. I don't argue with children. I, I'm not going to argue with you about this. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your daddy. I'm talking to your white economic daddy. I'm talking to your boss. When I show up at a kid's house, I'm not going to argue with the kid. I'm going to argue with the daddy. What the hell you got going on up in this house? So here's what's going on. You've got corporations like Spotify, corporations like Apple, corporations like Warner Music, Epic Records, all the list goes on and on, that are making billions of dollars, mass producing a message that is nothing short of, of just entirely genocidal to the black family, genocidal to the black man, genocidal to the black woman, and genocidal to the black community. But y'all think it's cool because somebody got paid. Y'all think it's okay because, well, he be getting money, yo. He be getting money. You know, dog, he be getting money. Is that all you can say? Is that the only response, BET, when you're promoting the things that are destroying our families, getting little children shot out in the street? 
Like, is that that's all? Well, you know, they be getting money. Why you be standing? Why you be hating on on the let me get money? Well, maybe the reason that your community struggles is because your 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 leaders are are extremely immature in their thinking. Maybe the reason your community struggles is because you you're still playing one dimensional chess or excuse me checkers when the whole world is playing uh, eight dimensional chess on your ass. They playing chess on you. They're using you. I want you to give me. Let me ask you this. Let me just let's do dig a little deeper because I'm gonna show Lizzo's clip because I want Lizzo. I want her voice to be heard so we can really analyze this and break this down. This is not voice against Lizzo. This is voice against the record labels. This Lizzo against herself. Lizzo. Uh, on, to be honest with you, I see mental health issues. My wife is an expert. She's a full professor of social work and she's a mental health expert. I'm going to ask her assessment of that video and, and she she can identify personality types very quickly. She can diagnose things pretty quickly. I'm going to ask her to watch that video and tell me what she's seen. I think Lizzo does not like herself. I think Lizzo, uh, the reason Lizzo is so upset and is so emotionally charged by what's going on is because deep down, even Lizzo knows that what's going on ain't right. But the problem is that Lizzo is surrounded by a bunch of white people who are telling her that it's wonderful and a bunch of ignorant black people who think it's cool because she's getting money, right? They're, they're, she's surrounded by a bunch of people who say, oh, this is the greatest thing in the world. Oh, my God, you're so you're so wonderful, right? She's surrounded by a bunch of yes men and yes women, and she ain't hearing from the community. In fact, I did a survey amongst intelligent black people. I did a survey amongst hundreds of thousands of you. It wasn't just a couple people. And I said, do you approve of what Lizzo's doing on camera? And I asked the black women especially because I, Lord knows I don't want to uh, disrespect black women. I, I would die for black women. And, and and what I found was that the overwhelming majority of the black community has a big problem with the imagery that's being presented by Lizzo, Cardi B, Lil Nas X, et cetera. And the reason that it's a conflict for you, for not just them, but for a lot of people is because you've been wired to believe that when white people put you on stage and parade you around like a fucking clown, that somehow you become successful. You think they're laughing with you when they're laughing at you. You don't understand that they've typecast you. I, I'm going to ask you all a question. Let me just do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Uh, please do that. I, I just want to make sure I mention that. <sighs> Give me a yes or no. Can you name the white version of Lizzo? Give me, give me the, who is, can, give me a yes or no. If you can think of a person who is the white representation of Lizzo. Yes or no? Is there a white Lizzo anywhere in, 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 on the radio? Is there a white Lizzo that you can point to? Adele, Adele is not the white Lizzo. Adele does not fucking twerk when she is singing. Adele gets up there and take, she, she gets up there and sings and sings beautifully. Like Lizzo can sing beautifully. Adele is not out here twerking. Adele ain't out here. If you listen to the lyrics of Lizzo's latest song, what does she say? She says, I, I fucked him. I fucked him. I fucked him. I had talking about all the guys she has sex with. So she's presenting herself as a big hoe, right? Seriously. Miley Cyrus. No, Miley Cyrus is not the white Lizzo because Miley Cyrus is not obese. Miley Cyrus, and she's not as famous as, as she's not as relevant as Cardi B and as Lizzo. So give me a yes or no. Can you name, um, can you name the Asian Lizzo? Who's the Asian Lizzo? Who's the Asian lady that's that's obese and twerking and talking about how many penises she wants to suck on TikTok tonight? How many can you name an Asian Lizzo? Give me a give me an Asian Lizzo. This is not anti-Lizzo. I'm not trying to be anti-Lizzo. This is just pro-truth. I'm just telling y'all the truth. Um, give me the the Arab Cardi B. Who is the Arab or the uh Jewish version of Cardi B? Is there a person from one of those communities, maybe the Latino Cardi B? Right, that everybody knows about that your children 
listen to once a week, who is, uh, you know, what a former stripper who um, talks about how, you know, you should give a man your vagina for a Gucci bag. Now, mind you, she's telling this to seven-year-old girls who are being raped on a regular basis by older men because they they thought that somebody told them. They said, "Well, Cardi said you can sell you you should sell your stuff for a Gucci bag." So that's what I'm going to do. Y'all do know this. You do understand that there's a connection between the sexualization of children and the sexualization of children. Do you do you do understand that there's a connection between the sexualization of children and the sexualization of children? If you get what I'm saying, you do understand that that those two are connected. Give me a yes or no if you're following the logic here. That that when your child gets sexualized by a grown ass man at the age of 12, I know y'all want to make it simple. Like, oh, these black men, these black men are terrible. No, 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 no. Half the black men are trying to protect you from this nonsense. And then you got some black men who are out here who are predators. So 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 we try to protect you from the predators. And when we do that, you complain about our toxic masculinity. You call us names. You attack us. You tell us we need to shut up. We, and we, you tell us we ain't got no right to speak. But then when that little girl goes out there at the age of 12 and terrible things happen to her, she runs into R. Kelly at the playground and is getting it in in, R. Ke- in, in the Trump Tower with R. Kelly because she sold her vagina for a Gucci bag. Then you want to act like it's our fault when really I was the guy. Millions of men out here. Shout yourselves out if you're one of those men. Millions of fathers out here are saying no. Stop that. Stop that. Things need to be age appropriate. Healthy sexuality is perfectly fine. But when you get to the point where you're taking the black woman and reducing her to a worthless piece of meat, that is a problem. This is not anti Lizzo. I am very pro Lizzo, which is why I'm making this point. I'm very pro Lizzo, the person. I am not pro Lizzo, the brand. The corporate brand Lizzo, I'm not a fan of that. The human being Lizzo, I care deeply for her and I want to see her do well. I The, the human being Lizzo needs a therapist. The human being Lizzo is not fighting with me. She just fights with me on Twitter because she's really fighting herself. That's, that's what's going on right there because when Lizzo is by herself all alone, she's looking at her life and as she gets older, it's going to get deeper for her. She's looking at her life and saying, what am I doing? Am I really doing all this for money? Because if the money wasn't there and the fame wasn't there, she wouldn't, I don't think she'd be behaving that way necessarily. Now with that said, let's move on. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. Uh, now uh, here's what um, uh, I want to, I'm going to share. Actually, I want people to kind of hear what Lizzo had to say. So you can hear, you know, from her, I, I think it's fair to, to her to let her be heard. And uh, I wish I could speed the video up a little bit. So, so I'm actually speed up a little bit to where, um, to the relevant parts. But uh, let me share this video with you uh, because it looks like she's, you know, in some discomfort. And let me know. Give me a yes if you can hear the video when I play it, okay? All right. So I'm turning it up. Here we go. Like, I worked so hard. I'm working triple time, like quadruple time. doing like 12 hours a day of promos and interviews, doing studio, going to the studio with a fucking root canal, gotten a root canal twice and gone to the studio and recorded music, wrote songs. I'm in rehearsal, I'm filming every single day, shooting documentary. I'm still writing music, shooting music videos and promo and photo shoots. 
putting so much loving energy into the world. And broke some tongues up. Let me pause it right there. Um, I would like for us to let, if Lizzo is watching this, and I think Lizzo might be paying attention uh, because I know that she's responded to some things I've said on Twitter. Uh, and I want us to show that we don't hate Lizzo. Uh, hate, hatred is not something that we believe in. And uh, we, uh, we just want to defend our community. We love our community which means that we are not talking about Lizzo, the person we're talking about the record labels that are making billions of dollars, misconstruing the image of black people around the world. So I want everybody to join me in the chat. And I want you to say, we love you, Lizzo, Lizzo, the person, not Lizzo, the corporate brand. We love you for your soul. Maybe I believe you're a good person deep down. Everybody tight. We love you, Lizzo in the chat. So Lizzo knows if Lizzo's watching, we love you. We love the person. We don't love uh, the twerking. We don't love, uh, you know, uh, singing about sucking a white man's penis. We don't love the sexualization of children on TikTok. We don't love the mass promotion of obesity as if that's body positivity, because I know that even you don't believe that. Uh, we, we, we love you. We love you. We just don't love all of this. It's like when your parents, when you're, you're you know, remember, I'm, I'm older than Lizzo. So I, I want to be careful with the conversation. I'm not her peer. I am her elder. Right. So so when your parents would come to you and they would say that you about to get a spanking or or I, I'm disappointed in you, they're not saying we don't love you. They're not saying I hate your guts. They're saying I, I don't like your behavior. Your behavior is not appropriate. This is inappropriate. Right. So so we love you, Lizzo. I want you. I want I think Lizzo needs to know that she's got love. But the but loving you does not mean co-signing on any crazy thing that these white folks are telling you to do. Also, um, turn coming back with, you know, because you're crying about accountability, that's, that's unfortunately, that's something that those are, those are Becky tears. That's, that's a white feminist tactic. A white feminist tactic is attack, attack, attack. And then when somebody comes back at you and calls you out on your nonsense, what do they do? It's, 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 it's so hard and I can't. It's so unfair. <laughs> but then at the end of the video, at the end of the video, let me tell you what she said at the end of the video. I'm not dogging Lizzo. I'm just trying to point out facts here. At the end of the video, she says, and to those of you who don't agree with me, these are not exact words. She literally says, you can suck my P-U-S-S-Y from behind. Literally. So, so, so on one hand, you're, you're the victim, but on the other hand, you don't sound like a victim. You sound like you're inviting people to do something that, that only a brave man would want to do or woman or whatever. I'm not judging. Right. So, 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 so the Becky tears, unfortunately we've seen that before. Uh, whenever a black man, when Emmett Till was falsely accused, I'm sure Becky tears were used to go get that little boy lynched. Uh, you know, when, uh, anytime a black man has been falsely accused of anything, 
uh, there were Becky tears. When 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 somebody gets an athlete gets accused of harassing somebody, uh, they uh, Gloria Allred has a press conference and she has Becky tears on cue. She her, she ain't got no evidence, ain't got no proof, ain't got no nothing. She's like, but I got a bucket of Becky tears, and that's made of gold. That's better than platinum, right? So 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 oh, unfortunately, the, the thing is that I would have to say to Lizzo is similar to what I say to my daughter, my my ten year old daughter. She knows that she has my heart. She knows that that's my baby. And, and sometimes she'll do that. Sometimes she'll pull out the Becky tears. And 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 that's when you have to say, no, you still going to clean your room. No, you still shouldn't have been out after after this after the streetlights came on. No, no, that doesn't excuse the fact that you didn't do the dishes. So so quit all you, you can you can cry. Go ahead and cry. But after you finish crying, we're going to go ahead and have a conversation about accountability because you cannot cry your way out of what you chose to do. So, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna play some more of the video, but I just kind of wanted to point that out. The use of Becky Tears is at an all-time high, and Becky Tears have been responsible for the death and false incarceration of thousands of black men all throughout history. So Becky Tears have no power here. So, so be gone with the Becky Tears. I curse it to the root. Uh, I want to hear what Lizzo, as a person, wants to do to become a better human being for her community, a better asset to the black community. Because right now you're an asset for the people who hate our guts and want to destroy our families and want to keep us in a hole. You can't do that. That's not appropriate. So let me keep going. But again, we love you, Lizzo. We love you, but 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 that but we don't love your, your behavior. So let me keep going. Let me play some more. Doesn't matter how much positive energy you put into the world, you're still gonna have people who have something, something mean to say about you. Something mean to say about you. And for the most part, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't care. I just think when uh, I'm working this hard, my my tolerance gets lower. My patience is lower, I'm more sensitive, and it gets to me. There are so many people who love rumors, and I'm so happy. I really am, because we worked hard, and I know that this hard work has paid off. Cardi B, Cardi B worked her fucking ass on Atlantic worked their asses off. My team, Team Lizzo, we went hard. I'm grateful. I just feel like I'm seeing negativity directed towards me in the most weirdest way. Like, People say shit about me that just doesn't even make sense. It's fat phobic. It's racist and it's hurtful. If you don't like my music, cool. If you don't like rumors and song, cool. But a lot of people don't like me because of the way I look. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Anyways, y'all. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to stop it right there. And I want to point out a few things that, that she mentioned here. Um, you notice that she mentioned that the criticism, it's fatphobic, racist, and hurtful. And I imagine another term that some people have used is the word sexist. Now, let me explain to you what, uh, you know, how the white feminists and how white liberals kind of create language uh, to allow them to escape accountability. Basically, whenever you call them out for their nonsense, they have a big pocket full of, of, of terms that they have in their left pocket. They got Becky tears in their right. And they'll come back and they'll hit you with the double whammy. They'll hit you with the Becky tears and they'll hit you with with the, these words, these invented words uh, that another one is homophobic. They love to use the word homophobic a lot. There's a few others out there uh, that that they created. They create these words, you know, like homophobic. That word doesn't even make any sense. Uh, so you mean to tell me that because I don't approve of you sexualizing children and having a bunch of black men butt naked twer twerking in a prison that somehow I'm afraid of gay a phobia means a fear. So you're saying I'm afraid that you're gay, like I'm afraid of you it, because I because I don't want you shaking your dingling in front of my my little girls. Like what what are you talking about, man? Like like this is insanity to me. So so ultimately they they keep a pocket full of Becky tears and a pocket full of like like words they learned at at Brown University, a bunch of college words, that literally words that were invented, words that did not exist many of them 10 15 years ago. Uh toxic masculinity, that's another one. Uh, things like rape culture. Not that these things can't be true. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you you don't have toxic men out here. Believe me, I see them all over the internet. They they're the ones who who get mad at me because I love my wife so much because I, I honor my black woman so much. I or and not to say that rape culture isn't a thing, right? We we've seen scenarios like that, right? But but the thing is that they make these words up and they use these words to basically give themselves a shield that allows them to go through the world and attack other people and to do whatever they want to do and escape accountability. So that's why, for example, you might have a pride parade in your neighborhood and you might say, well, damn, I don't want my child walking by while a man is walking with a strap on dildo on his body. Like, I understand. I get it that you want to do what you want to do in the bedroom. But why do we need to know all of that? Why do I need to know? Why does everything about your sexuality have to be the first thing that I see about you. How about you become a human being where I just know you as a person and your sexuality is like the 18th thing I learned about you if I'm even curious to go that far? Why not? Seriously. So so I, I personally think that you should, I really want everybody to kind of just pay attention because this is kind of part of the playbook. It's like, how can I be the perpetrator when I get the victim? I get the victim. I just, I just, I just, people just hurt me. Oh, but you can suck my pussy from the back, right? Like, literally, that's what literally, literally Lizzo says this in the video. I didn't mean to, I had to say it like it is. You know me. I, I just say it. And, but so it's like, on one hand, you've got all the power. You're, you're not you're not the victim here. You, you've got the billion dollar record label behind you that's promoting your message to the world. Uh, you've got a, a ton of money in the bank. You've got people that work for you. You're known all over the planet. How in the world are you the victim? You're not the victim. You're not. So, so just stop that. It's all an act. It's all a game. And, and, and the reason I want to highlight that is because I want you to, if you if you agree with anything that I'm saying here, I want you to kind of get to the point where you just don't care. Like, look, call me what you want, but I'm about to call. I'm about, I got I to gotta call it for what it is because I'm not going to sit here and tiptoe around you while you are doing things that are just destructive to the children in this community. I can't let you do that. And again, 
I told y'all in the beginning, I wanted y'all to repeat in the chat. We we love you, Lizzo. I love Lizzo. I love her as a person. A part of me as a father, I think Lizzo's about 30. I, you know, that's not, that's not, she, so I'm old enough to be her dad. Let me see. How old is Lizzo? Let me see. How old is Lizzo? Lizzo is 33 years old. So, and I'm 50. I could technically be her father. I had, if I had a baby at 17, I'd be her dad. So, so part of me looks at her and says, you need to get some therapy, first of all. If that's if if you're venting on the internet and you're crying on Instagram and the pressure's too much, you got to get somebody that's going to help you deal with that pressure because that comes with the territory. Everybody gets it. I got my type of pressure. She's I can't imagine what her pressure must be as well. You have to adjust to that, or you can get off the stage, right? Um, so so she needs she needs the therapy, but then also you need a little bit of education and a little bit of open-mindedness to understand why so many people are disappointed in what they're seeing on the screen. You are talented. You can sing. Why isn't your talent enough? Why does it have to come with the shenanigans? Why does it have to come again? And and there's a historical context to this. This didn't come out of thin air. There's a historical context where basically these record labels run mostly by white people and people from the Jewish community, where they believe that if you're black and you are a performer, you are going to be more likely to get the record deal if you will go out and act like a damn coon. If you go out and and if you're a guy, you got to if you, you got to be thugged out. Kanye West used to actually talk about this when he was when he became a rapper. You have to go out and you have to be as ignorant as possible. Super superficially materialistic. You got to hate black women. You got to talk about getting high and drunk all the time. You got to talk about killing other black people like it's a fun sport. And you got to talk about prison like it's Disneyland. And that makes you more successful. And then other people falsely believe that people who haven't thought about it as much as we have, they believe that you're successful because white people put you on TV because they are trained to be white supremacists too. This whole system is designed to teach you that acceptance from your oppressor means you made it. You you are successful. So how the hell are you going to fight for liberation and freedom and, and, and all this other stuff when you are simply trying to get along with the people that are oppressing you? The only way to get along with an oppressor is to allow yourself to be better oppressed. Right? Seriously, it, it doesn't make any sense. So so when you're talking about this thing with Lizzo, um, I, I, I feel bad for her. But one of the things I want to make 100 percent abundantly clear, because I know that I'm the I'm the I'm the masculine heterosexual black male who's obviously filled with toxic masculinity who must hate black women. Right. Whatever. Whatever the media, white media wants to make of this, that they're going to do what they're going to do. But I want to make it clear that I actually love Lizzo, the person. I do not like Lizzo, the corporate product. I do not have an issue with Lizzo. I have an issue with the corporations that incentivize behavior that is an embarrassment to her family and to her community. I am not here to go back and forth with somebody who's young enough to be my child. Uh, I, I want to talk to your daddy. If the child is acting out because the father is molesting the, the little girl and he, she's out here acting crazy or, or doing things to the little boy and he's out here acting a fool, I'm not going to talk to the kid. I'm not going to argue with the kid. I'm going to go talk to the daddy. Same thing happened with Tyler, the creator. I said, I'm not going back and forth with you. I know that because a million white people follow you and you have a bunch of money in the bank, you think that we're equals. We're not equals. We're not equals. I, I was I was an adult on the day you were born. So we're not peers, buddy. Like, no, no, we're not. We're not intellectual peers. We're not peers on any level in terms of wisdom or experience. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to your boss. Because your boss is the one that's driving all of this. If your boss, if your economic daddy decides to change the rules, 
then you're going to change your behavior. When they decide they want something different out of you, you're going to do what's different because you think you are a free thinking human being. When I understand how corporations operate, you ain't nothing but a goddamn puppet. That's what you are. If they say, hey, Negro, jump high, you'll be, okay, boss, I'm going to jump. How much money you going to give me to jump, boss? All right, I'm going to jump, right? That, that's what goes on. That's how corporate America works. So at the end of the day, Black people, I encourage you to elevate the conversation. You know how you go into a restaurant and and and, and you get and you having a back and forth with the Burger King employee and because they, they messed up your order and you going back and forth and you get tired? What do you say? You say, you say, you know what? Forget it. Let me speak to the manager. I want to speak to the manager, right? So, so when it comes to the rappers, I'm not beefing with rappers. I don't. I, I'm not interested in beefing with rappers because rappers are not creative artists with all this freedom to express across the, the whole diversity of the human experience. No, they are puppets of a corporation that says, if you do this, we will pay you. If you do something other than that, we won't pay you. So, I want to speak to the manager. Let me speak to the manager. Let me talk to your daddy and, and, and me and your daddy are going to work this out. So when, when it comes to Lizzo, I do not hate Lizzo. I love Lizzo. I do not like her daddy. Me and her daddy going to fight. So with that said, I don't have a whole lot else to say. Um, Hit the thumbs up button, share button, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Also, I want to remind everybody, let you know the, the tickets. If you want to come together and talk about these things directly with other black people, not just that, but economic stuff, et cetera. We are having a convention, the All Black National Convention. It takes place in Orlando the last weekend of October. The tickets are now on sale. You can get an early bird discount by going to allblacknationalconvention.com. <clears throat> We're going to have breakout sessions. We're going to have four days of, of completely free, unapologetic blackness. That means no corporate sponsors, no government sponsors, no money from the Democrat or Republican parties, no money from anybody. So everything that we want to say will be said in that space. So uh, we're going to have uh, breakout sessions on everything from crypto to real estate to entrepreneurship. We're going to have sessions on politics, relationships, the state of hip hop and education, what's going on with our kids. We're even going to talk about that government shot. We're going to have health experts there. They're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to also have uh, even things like speed dating so you can find intelligent black people to date if that's what you want. And we're going to have speed networking so you can find people to start a business with. So you can come out. It's very family friendly. The resort is beautiful. There are nine restaurants on the property. And uh, you can uh, bring your whole family. You can come by yourself. You can bring your investment club or your church group or whatever you want. So go to allblacknationalconvention.com. The tickets are on sale right there. And then you after that, so write that down, allblacknationalconvention.com. And if you want to get a discount on a hotel room, you can go to abnchotel.com and reserve your hotel at a $100 discount. Okay, guys? So uh, that's what's going down. Uh, we are getting it done. We're making things happen. And again, uh, even Lizzo's invited. If Lizzo sees this and Lizzo says, hey, doc, I want to come to the convention and debate you and argue with you in person. I'm not going to fight you. I'm probably going to hug you. But you would even Lizzo would be invited because I think that the community should should kind of let the world know what you think. Like you, you have a voice and your voice matters. And I'm really um, more interested in hearing from the black people that are sick of the nonsense, that are sick of watching your community fall apart in front of you, sick of watching your families fall apart, sick of watching your economics go backwards, sick of watching all this brainwashing nonsense go get put on TV and, and want to challenge that. And that comes through things like the ownership of black media. It comes through uh, building economic institutions. It comes from building stronger families. That's what's going to make us better, not getting more Negroes on TV or getting more Negroes into public office. We've tried that for 50 years. It has not worked. It's time for a better solution. So anyway, guys, um, that's about it. 
I'm going to head on out of here. And uh, don't forget also on Thursday, speaking of black media, we do have black movie night. We are going to show the next installment of our film. It's called Till Death Do Us Part by Tierra K.J. Williams. We broke it into six pieces uh, to make it into a relationship masterclass where we featured six black couples that have been married more than 30 years. And uh, we are on week four, I think week four, week five. I can't remember which one. Either way, it's going to be Thursday night. Uh, at 8 p.m. It's free to the public. You can register at blackmovienight.net. That's blackmovienight.net. Thousands of you signed up. And so there, anybody else who wants to join in, you can still come in on Thursday. It's going to be great. It always is. And uh, because we love you and we want to help you get solutions. Okay, guys. So, all right. So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. I'm about to get out of here. I hope you guys have a great day. And don't forget, everybody say, we love you, Lizzo, in the chat before you go. Let her know we love her, but we do not love this behavior. We do not love your economic daddy. We do not love having our people looking ridiculous. We do not love seeing the image of the black woman torn apart in public, but we love Lizzo, the person. And I hope you get the help you need. So God bless you guys. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Hit the thumbs up button on your way out. Peace. Here we are, clan the isms, cataclysm, great. Our people out here struggling, trying to make it in this state. Everybody out here doing it, but we the ones who late. Now, family, we the ones who gotta delegate. Get that money in the power, never be fake. Stick to co-sign for three. What did he say? Uh, create jobs, support our own. Educate the same and buy back your home. Got three degrees, triple ten. Three PhDs, now we on the CNN. DBTV, let's talk about negligence. Ignorance is bliss, but we can turn it to intelligence. Please, none of what you hear, half of what you see. Let's break it down here on Dr. Voice TV. Here we are.